0: What's up, everyone? It's February eighteenth, twenty twenty-three, and it's a it's a great day to be a Canadian. I'm going through a midlife crisis. I'm I'm going right in for it. I'm going I'm going through a midlife crisis here. This is my first episode of my midlife crisis. I turned thirty a few weeks ago, and honestly, thirty is the new fifty. Everyone's going through a midlife crisis. Everyone I know right now who's thirty wants something new in their lives. I only know like three people who are 30, but every single one of those people want something different with their lives. Everyone's waking up just like, how the fuck did I get here, right? We're all using Michael Scott's uh, GPS that says turn left and you end up in a fucking lake. We're all trying to avoid that lake, but we're here anyway. Uh, We're sold a fake dream. I think that's sort of the biggest reason why uh, I'm in a midlife crisis. The American dream has yet to be discovered. There's not many people I know who are living the American dream. And those who are, they're not even American. Well, no one's actually American. When you ask yourself, how did you get here, right? 30 years old, out of shape, broke, debt, no prospects, no nothing. You just take a step back and just ask yourself, okay, how did I get here? Is there a way out? And I'm trying to look for that way out. I honestly don't know if there is a way out. I think there is a way out and part of that is this just me venting and hopefully somebody catches on but uh, i feel like there is a way out there's got to be a way out because other people have made a way out why not me huh why don't i try to find a way out because at the end of the day when i look back at my life and there's definitely some things i accomplished but i'm not living a fulfilled life that i want to live it really starts with my nine to five i don't want to wake up every single day to go to my nine to five and I'm just like, this is not how we're supposed to be living. I highly doubt that we're supposed to be suffering this much. If you're waking up and you don't want to go to work and, you, and you'd rather lay in bed and do nothing, something tells me that's wrong. And everyone's just like, well, that's the real world. Well, fuck that real world. But anyway, the reason I'm sort of venting on this is because I turned 30 a few weeks ago and it really hit me. I was like, I'm 30 years old. I no longer can say I'm in my 20s. Now I'm 30, I got to start tucking my shirt in, I got to start wearing dress shoes a little bit more often, you know, I got to start judging people a little bit more, I got to start judging the younger generation, and it really hit me that I can't say I'm in my 20s anymore, and being in your 20s really doesn't mean much, like now that I look back at it, but it's definitely a symbol of youth in American society. Anybody in their 20s, you just do stupid shit like that. That's what you do in your 20s. Moment well, I when you're 30 and you start doing stupid shit, everyone's like, wow, look at this guy. <laughs> Grow up. So uh, so I definitely got to a point where I'm like, okay, there's got to be more to life. And where I'm at right now is not where I envisioned I would be at 30. I'm not going to lie. Life before the pandemic, was it was pretty good. At least it was going the way I envisioned it to go. Uh, and then life happens, right? You know, I got married and uh, I was living in Florida then have to deal with the winter i'm fucking sick of this cold here in dc but that's besides the point point. and you know i just graduated college a year ago i had a job in my field as a school counselor i was getting married my wife was graduating with her master's degree uh, in occupational therapy we we're gonna go to florida and be a fucking power couple we we're gonna walk around in 90 degree heat with fucking fur coats that's how power couple we we're gonna be Uh, Did it happen? Of course not. If it did, I wouldn't be making this podcast talking about the American dream isn't real. i would be telling you, go buy a fucking fur coat because fuck sheep. You know, I I just think that we honestly were really sold a fake dream. And I look at my life now as a 30 year old and I'm living the same life as my parents. Yeah, maybe I got a little more things here and there. But in general, I'm not feeling any different than I was as a kid. I mean, as a kid, we had no money. Uh, I'm a refugee from Bosnia. And let me just say, I like to say refugee because it adds character. But if I'm really breaking down if I'm a refugee or not, I don't know. I kinda, I sort of toe the line. So, I mean, my mom was pregnant with me when she was fleeing the country in fear. Uh, I was sort of in the womb, just nibbling on leftovers. And I didn't really experience that part. But I did experience coming. Uh, I was born in Germany, and I did experience coming to a new country uh, at five years old. But when you're so young like that, you really don't fully understand each culture right so obviously yeah I grew up in my culture sort of acclimated to American culture but when you're so young uh, the American culture is where the thing you grow up in and obviously you take what you can from the Bosnian side so I like to say refugee because it definitely sounds badass but in reality I wasn't fleeing shit that was my family kudos to them but I do have that experience uh just not the trauma that really comes with it well I don't know. I mean, that's, that's up to debate. And I guess the reason I say that is because we came here in 98 and in 2001, my father and mother bought their first home and they had three kids. And so my, I think my brother was at that time, he was in high school. My, I was in elementary. My sister, I think was in middle school. Maybe she was elementary too. So they have three kids and in three years they went and bought a home on minimum wage factory jobs. And I'm here with a master's degree, my wife has a master's degree, and in three years, we are nowhere close to buying a home. Granted, we live in D.C. that is a high cost of living, and I grew up in Buffalo, New York, that um, essentially is a dump. And the prices of homes show that. But even now in Buffalo, New York, if I was on a teacher's salary or if I was on a school counselor's salary, I don't think I'd be able to get a home that easy. And it wasn't the same as my parents upbringing like obviously they they both had jobs for the most part as far as i know and they were able to save up money but of course you have to be incredibly frugal when you have three kids we weren't on government assistance or anything like that and they were obviously able to muster up enough to buy a home which i think was like seventy thousand at that time in buffalo new york i mean what's the down payment on that what's 20 percent if that's how it works So that's $14,000. And that might not seem like a lot. Like right now, $14,000 saved up by the end of the year. I could maybe do that with me and my wife now that we have both of our incomes But that's not going to give me a fucking home here in D.C. That's not even going to give me a home in Buffalo. Like right now, a home in Buffalo probably goes for like $200,000, $250,000. And my salary would be a lot less in Buffalo than it is here in D.C. Because I get paid for the cost of living increase. Which at the end of the day doesn't even feel like an increase. Because it's all the same fucking formula across the board. And it's honestly just to the point where it's pretty absurd. And I'm looking for a, a new way out. I'm looking for a new life. So... This one's for all the, all the people out there, all the homies out there in their thirties who have no idea where the fuck they're going, who have no idea how they got there, who um, wake up in the morning, you know, hating their jobs, hating their commute, hating their breakfast, uh, just really hating a lot of things. For those who want to take cold showers in the morning to really prove you're a psycho ready to attack the day, you know, this one's for you. I, um, I think Drake said that in a song. This one's for you, right? And 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 his first song where he rattled off a bunch of bullshit about uh, women, and he's like, "This one's for you," and they're like, "Oh my god, yeah!" So that's kind of what I'm aiming at with this podcast, with this first episode. And I'm feeling like I'm all over the place, but at the end of the day, um, I say it's a good day to be a Canadian because the American dream is just not there, and. When I look at where I'm at, it's like, okay, I got my master's degree, I make a lot more money than like my dad would make or somebody on minimum wage, and it really doesn't feel that way. Obviously, you can blame inflation, you can blame student loans, uh, you can blame me. Obviously, at the end of the day, we're all at our own fault, but sometimes I just think we're not set up for success. For those who are getting their college degrees, especially if you come from a place where you can't pay money for your college degree, I think that's where you ultimately get fucked. Because you get the debt It's the only debt You can't go bankrupt on You're forced to pay it If you don't pay it Your kids are going to pay it And then all of a sudden Your kids hate you for eternity Because you die And you have $50,000 of school loans You didn't pay off They're like Who the fuck was this guy I did not even like my dad that much I don't give a shit I'm not paying this Because fuck I'm not paying it You know There's always this battle of Paying off the school loans And you know The debt And all that sort of stuff For instance I work with a guy Who was like I don't believe in loan forgiveness And, uh, he didn't really get into why, nor did I even care why or why not. But at one point he was like, my parents worked hard to pay for my college. Like the fuck up asshole. First of all, you act like my parents didn't work hard. They were forced to come to this country. Um, they weren't forced to, obviously they were forced out of their country and they chose to come to America because they just assumed that it was going to be a better life. And for the most part it is, but you can't say that the people who have student loans, their parents didn't work hard because your parents decided to go up and give up their money for you to go to college and have a you know successful career or whatever you wanted. Great, that's absolutely amazing. But for to say that people couldn't afford school, for them taking out loans was stupid. Yeah, in hindsight, 2020, if I could go back, I wouldn't. But we're told that we're supposed to go get our degrees because that's what was the best thing for us to do. And here we are paying back our loans and we can't pay for all the other shit that we have to pay for in our life. And we're totally screwed. So when he says that I'm like, that's total fucking bullshit. Like, dude, I'm a refugee immigrant family. You're gonna tell me my dad didn't work hard? The guy would go and he would pay for a service and then go do that service because he was afraid of getting deported. Like he'd go to a grocery store, start bagging his groceries. (laughs) Lady be like, What are you doing? It's my job, like sir step away. And he'd be like, Very good, good. Don't worry, don't worry And, you know, he'd look at me, five year old kid, freaking staring at candy, hopefully throw on the freaking line in one full swoop, he'd rip out his belt and slap me across the face with it. You know, like really just unloaded a ton of trauma. But I guess what I'm saying is like for somebody to say, like, my parents worked hard to pay me through school. Well, they probably had the opportunity to right? You grew up in America. You're a white guy, cisgender male. uh, And your parents worked hard and pay for your college that's that's great that's amazing and kudos to them because if i made how much i made and my kids needed thirty thousand dollars for education i'd be like all right you're gonna have to do this yourself i'm not giving you any of my money so now we're put in this situation where we're really just climbing uphill and yeah at some point do you get out of it maybe but when you have a shitty work life all this stuff now starts you start to question everything why did I go get my degree why did I do this why did I do that because it's not what you thought it was going to be and most of life kind of ends up that way it's like ah, you know you really don't control everything that you think you have a plan and how it ends up is usually not what you envision in your head but there's certain things that you're told throughout childhood literally from birth that you programmed to believe and you know you get there you're like okay what who the fuck thought of this So, yeah, so here I am in my midlife crisis um, at 30 years old. And like I said, life before the pandemic wasn't bad. You know, I was in good shape. You know, I thought things were going to be better. You know, once we both had incomes, we'd be good because we're living in Florida. My wife just moved there with me because she was in grad school in Buffalo when I got my job in Florida. So she didn't have a job. So we're just on my income and we started to struggle there, but we're like, all right, it's going to be good. We're going to get a job, whatever. That actually never happened. And then we're like, you know what? Maybe Florida's not the place for us. Let's try something different. So we're like, oh, let's go to D.C. I was already really annoyed with how the school system was in Florida. I know Northern Virginia is supposed to have a better system. So I was like, you know what? Let me apply it, see what happens. Uh, and then she was like, all right, that's what we're going to do. That's the plan. And then she got hired in D.C. I got hired in Northern Virginia, right outside of D.C. We're like, all right, this is it. Now we're going to start fucking crushing. And then once we started to pack our shit and move everything, I got notified that I lost you know, my job because of COVID. They're making cuts, blah, blah, all that horse shit. Whether that was real or not, I don't know. But I was told that. And so now I was left without a job. Now we're on her salary here in D.C. So it's the same situation flipped, if anything, a little bit worse because D.C. is more expensive. And we got to the point where that sort of cycle kept repeating itself. It sucked, right, because you have so much things to pay. Things break down. Your cars break down. All that fucking bullshit. And you're not one income and it blows. And now you have to keep piling on debt because you need your credit card to pay this to pay that. And you're stuck in a really shitty situation here we are now fast forward and we both have incomes and it doesn't feel that much different to be honest because now we're paying off all the debt that we accrued because we're just trying to survive the pandemic fucking blew i'll just say that it blew i mean it was good in some cases i will say when it first hit and uh we had to shut down schools and you're like working two hours a day you know what i mean but that really did revamp everyone's sort of way of thinking when it comes to work right? Why the hell do I need to go into the office when I can do whatever you need me to do at home? I lose an hour a day commuting. I might as well just roll out of bed in my freaking underwear and fucking crush it. I don't need to be in the office mingling with these freaking ass clowns. Some people like the office and that's great. They can go into the office and and do whatever they need to do. So it definitely changed the idea of some people had at work. And I think everyone's sort of fed up, right? Everyone's fucking quitting because they realize that they're not really getting paid for what they were worth. Like in the pandemic, you were getting the same amount of shit done in two hours and you were getting stuck eight hours into the office. So it's like, why am I doing this? Like who, again, who made up these rules? But I'm here at this point in my life where, um, I'm trying to change things because, uh, over the pandemic, I gained a ton of weight and it's been honestly a big struggle to try to give back to where I was. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sort of at like the worst point of my life. When I looked at where I wanted to be at 30, it was not this. And I'm sick of it. I, I'm trying to change my ways. And I've been reading a lot of self-help books. Uh, but at the end of the day, taking action is sort of the, the first step. And that's what I'm doing. You know, we were really sold uh, a fake idea here. We were really sold the idea that if we got our degrees and we did all the right things oh screw loans you know everyone has them you know like how many times have I heard somebody say like oh everyone's a debt don't worry about it dude don't worry about it though everyone's a debt my dude don't worry about it you're like okay that's great but that really fucking sucks so if you guys are living in debt you know just do you, do you just ignore it do you want anything better I don't know I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, there's got to be a way out of this. There's got to be a way to, there's got to be a way to control your own life. Working a nine to five job, taking away all your time, I just don't think is the way I want to live. I don't think a lot of people want to live that way, but they're sort of forced to, right? When you got three kids running around the house, trying to stop yourself from slamming them. You don't have time to really think about you know, how can I get out of this? But fortunately for me at the age of 30, I don't have those sort of issues in my life. Not to say kids are issues, but it's definitely a barrier when, um, hey, do I get to quit my job and focus on, you know, another part of my life that I want to go to? Or do I quit my job and me and my kids are living out on the street because I want to pursue my dreams? So what I'm saying is I'm taking that leap. I don't know where it's going to take me. I just know that I want to be better than I am right now. And I know that at 30 years old, where I thought I was going to be, I'm not. So I'm going to take the steps to get there. And this is sort of what that journey is. Um, Like I said, cold showers, Wim Hof in it. You know what I mean? Like the guy, the guy, okay. So if you don't know who Wim Hof is, uh, he's a guy who like plunges himself in like the region, Arctic land and climb Mount Everest like naked yeah so he's just like all about cold heals all the sickness which is super opposite of uh the culture I grew up in Bosnians the moment the cold hits you you could die instantly so he clearly puts that to the test maybe somebody told him that maybe like some he stumbled across in Bosnia and was like dude put on a coat what are you fucking psycho you're gonna get sick you're gonna die and he was like oh yeah I'm gonna climb Mount Everest naked And I'll show you Your fucking promaha So yeah he He's like all about that He like cold showers Or whatever the fuck he does And then he like Injected himself With the E. coli To be like As long as I Breathe right Nothing's gonna Fucking happen to me Bitch And nothing happened to the guy They injected him With E. coli And he just shit it out Who the fuck knows What he did Yeah the dude's like Fucking badass But anyway He does like this thing With cold showers And I actually Did the guy get COVID Does any Did anybody ever Look up Did Wim Hof get COVID If he did, he 100% beat it. Like physically beat it. He found it in the jar and just beat the shit out of it. Um, He probably injected it himself. To be honest, he probably injected himself if he got it. Let me just just Google. Let me Google. It's got to be a Google search, right? For those of you who know Wim Hof. Did Wim. How do you spell his name? Like out on a whim. Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Oh, Wim, like without the H. Um did Wim Hof get COVID. Uh, let's see. Hmm. So he definitely has some videos on the coronavirus. Um, yeah. and how to combat COVID. Probably with martial arts this is probably the way he's gonna go. But I don't know. There's no there's no stories out there. He said he got a cold but doesn't think it was COVID. Even if it was COVID uh, it wouldn't affect them. Nothing happened to that guy. But yeah, so cold showers, all that sort of stuff, all the self-help guru stuff. I'm sort of putting it to the test here uh, because at the end of the day, the decisions I've made thus far got me to this point. If I keep doing those decisions, I'm only going to keep leading myself down the same path. So I'm trying to do different things in my life going forward because I want to live a different life. I, I want to control my own time. I want to control my own freedom. If I keep doing what I'm doing, if I keep going into my nine to five job with not doing anything else outside of that, then I'm going to keep living that same life. And that is the definition of insanity. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. So if you're feeling the same way, if you're feeling like you want something different, I think you should follow me, man. I might not get there. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest here. Nah, I'm not even going to say that that's called negativity. I'm going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to get there. It might be rough. It probably will be rough. Ever since, really, the pandemic, I've been trying and I've been failing hard. But now I feel a little bit more focused, right? Because now that I was in my 20s, I bet eh, I'm not even 30. Yet. I don't got time. But now that I'm 30, that's a whole new fucking ball game. You're 30. Next year, it's 31. You can't even say you're 30 anymore. You get a 1 at the end of your 3. That's, like, ultra fucked up. That's where I'm at. I'm really trying to milk the system, you know? Like, for instance... Kim Kardashian, I was just like, actually, my wife was just telling me today. Kim Kardashian owns an airplane and uses it as a tax write-off. Why can't I use my degree as a fucking tax write-off? I'm using my degree. She fucking wears her stupid dresses on her plane and just uses it as a tax write-off and just increasingly becomes more richer. And honestly, I don't even fault her because... That's the name of the game, right? When you're at that point, you just figure out those loopholes and you keep going. Anybody would do that. Like just because I made a million dollars, I'm not going to be like, "Well, this isn't fair." It's like you play the system. What isn't fair is that we don't get the opportunity to do that. If I have a college degree that I'm using, why can't that be a tax write-off to some degree? Give me a couple bucks. I'm not, give me a, a bucket of chicken wings. I'm not even asking for money. Just give me give me dinner one night a week. You know, that's it. That's all I'm asking for. Give me gas, right? You know what I mean? That'd be nice. Right? The government's just like, hey, I see you out there with your degree using it. Here's 50 bucks. Go ahead. Fill up your tank. Um, if, that, if, if that'll even fill your tank. Um, but that'd be nice, right? But we don't get that luxury. The rich people, I guarantee you they have a tax write off. They probably fucking have their own gas pump at home. And they're like, yeah, I I, I use this car to go to work, and I need this gas pump to fill fill my tank. Therefore, um, tax right off. So I mean, they figured out the system, right? And it's only up to us to uh, to play that same game. Because if we keep playing the same game, we're playing, we're just feeding into the system, man. The Matrix. I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, research on the Matrix, and uh, it turns out Keanu Reeves was was pretty spot on. I actually never watched that movie, but um, I actually didn't know what it was about. But if I'm going to watch it again, I'm assuming it's very much so like this American dream I'm complaining about. But yeah, man, we live in a society that not made for our success unless you go out of your way to create your own business. And at the end of the day, that's not for anybody. That's not for everybody. And there are people who generally wake up going to work every single day with their lives and, and they're happy. Kudos to them you figured it out you're not in the rat race right but those of us who are waking up every single day feeling like there's more than what i'm doing right now we haven't figured it out and i'm trying to do so talking to this microphone is my first step whether that works or not only time will tell so if you want to go on this journey if you want to make bank if you want to take cold showers if you want to have washboard abs i'm your guy